serving you and your family since 1961. We are Sports 56, WHBQ Memphis, and W253DF Memphis. Flynn Broadcasting Stations. It's time for Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. The first hour of Sports Time is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Statz-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. No Bryant Dacus today. Well-deserved day off. And when we say that in the radio business, a much-deserved day off, there's nobody more deserving of a day off today than Bryant Dacus. He'll be back with us on Monday. We've got his Super Bowl pick, Tiger Bankroll, for yeah. Sunday afternoon. Johnny, we'll get it as it gets closer because Vegas really slow with the college basketball lines. But Bryant's out today. Brett Norsworthy, Johnny Hill with you. Until 6 o'clock, we're sports time, and we want you to be a part of our show at 901-360-8255. can text and call at that on a very busy Friday, notwithstanding the eve of Super Bowl Eve. Yeah. That's a lot of eves there. <laughs> a lot of eves, man. <laughs> That's a lot of eves, yeah. <laughs> but tomorrow, you know, the, the last day before, that is the actual eve. And then on Sunday, Super Bowl 58, and we have all the action starting in about 10 minutes. No, I kid. Uh, it starts Sunday at 2 o'clock with all of Westwood One's coverage. And I know, I know people maybe tr- going to parties, going to get food, going to things. You know, t- tune in. The, the pregame show on Westwood is it's great. Yes, and, it is. And, and I, I will dip in a lot and listen to that as I'm watching games. I won't get to kind of the network coverage 4.35 yeah, or so yeah. around kick. And I'll even listen to some of Kevin Harlan on, on, on Westwood One. He, <laughs> he, he's that good. He do a great job. He, he really is great. Johnny, you've been here all day today, haven't you? Man, I have, yeah. man. I feel <laughs> like Brian Davis. <laughs> only one Brian, isn't it? Yeah, there's only one of him, though. <laughs> we, we hope he's enjoying the day off. And, well and, deserved. And, and Well, very most deserved ever. And I'm, I'm glad he is. Just his Monday he needed about a week off after the, the, the telethon he did on, on Monday. But the news today, both Grizzlies news from last night and front office news, Zach Kleiman, he spoke to the, to the media today and very optimistic about next year and, you know, fired his shot that, you know, next year starts now with a lot of these deals really building to make more deals heading in to the offseason. I think most that are somewhat or even not somewhat fair minded. We'll give a pass to this yeah. year. It was a hurricane of of bad news and, and injuries and other things. So this year didn't work out very well. This time next year, though, I think he knows, and I think I think he understands that the fans expect playoffs playoff run this time next year because we really hadn't had a run in the jaw years. We had that one playoff series win against Minnesota now two years ago, last year out in the first round, yeah. to a team that ultimately ended up in the Western Conference Finals and to a team that had LeBron James on it. Yeah, you are correct. And um, man, next year, man, is the year, Next man. year is the payoff that's, year. That's the payoff year. Like you said, we had a, had a we'll lot of a controversy. Pass. Yeah, We'll give a pass yeah. to this year, and I, I think – most will, but I, I I was glad to see him speak uh, and, and and talk to to the to the Memphis media last night. The Grizzlies lost. I was at FedEx Forum for that game, trying to keep up with the Tigers game as it was being played. And, you know, it started about six. Grizzlies didn't tip to about seven ten, and it was kind of the typical game that I've been to lately. 
for the Grizzlies. Last Friday night against Golden State, probably what they played hard. Just Golden State's just got so much more. But these games lately, every game enters fourth quarter. I swear it feels like they're all tied 95-95. I agree. I agree. You get A lot of these games do feel the same, and you can very see a lot of the inexperience. And you see the experience on the other side, Johnny. That is a really good point. On the other side, they just have more. I mean, last night had, you know, the Grizzlies went crazy and had nine dressed out. League league requires eight, and and that's what the Grizzlies have had too often, too many nights in this you know really nightmarish stretch. But it was right there last night. They played hard. Crowd was into it. Good crowd. There have been better crowds, but I've seen I've seen worse crowds. But a very representative, fun, good crowd, and it was right there to be one. And Chicago just had had more experience, more players end up winning by eight last Friday night against Golden State was not quite like that but cleveland was like that yeah. sacramento was like that yeah. uh, a lot of these games look and kind of feel the same and after tomorrow night in charlotte i won't say that is winnable but charlotte's not very good but they are at home then a a, a long stretch at home with new orleans houston milwaukee before the break and then coming out of the break home against the clippers and brooklyn i don't know of a lot of wins in there but I think a win or two in there in the rest of the year, I don't know how much winning is, is is that important to the Grizzlies front office. I think player development and finding out what they have. More of the news was the deal for G.G. Jackson. Yeah. Very much like Vince Williams, earned. Yeah, he well-deserved. That's well-deserved. Well-deserved. The, 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 the way you do it, the way that the sports meritocracy is set up, he, he went out there Got that wind of opportunity, and he came through, and he came through last night. He he was great last night, and you you want to see him really develop. When we keep talking about next year's composition of the roster, and you know, kind of who's the top three or four or five, that's pretty easy to name those. You know, we very well could be talking this time next year of G.G. Jackson maybe being that fifth or sixth most important player on the team and and if he's not that's okay because he'll be the ripe old age of 20 this time next year yeah man like he's very young he he got a real good game i love his game he's even young to you in it john yeah it's very young (laughs) (laughs) and and i'm only 25 but man he is very young man what do you think 19 is a 61 Man, man, long time ago, <laughs> long time ago. Hey, but like he got a he got a great future, man. I'm he really does. looking forward to seeing GG develop even more and and becoming part of the young core, man. We got we starting to bring the young core is developing, and I just don't want everybody to give up on them as quick, man. Like they're they're developing. If it if it were a painting, this is kind of the first brushes hitting the canvas for the future. And Zach Kleiman kind of talked about you know that today. You know, not a full reboot start over for the Grizzlies, but just got to get hell and hardy, get some people next year that you know, that you've depended on in the past that have very much come through in the past. I mean, to you know, to go out there with Ja, Bain, Jaron, uh, bring it on. I, I, I'm I'm comfortable with that, but you, you just got to got to get them. Well, Jaron Jackson was great last night. He was. I, I didn't like the offensive fouls on the screen setting, but I think some of that was was that some of the inexperience of the guards yeah. a little bit leaving him hanging out to dry on some of those screens. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not assigning bl- blame. I like how the Grizzlies are playing right now. Me too. And I, I do. It, it, it's just not it's just not a, a win. It's not successful, but it but it's determined. It's hard. 
man, you got a lot of young guys. You can tell they're actually hustling, man. And they're trying their best, man. Someone mentioned, like, we had a lot of G-, G League players move up to play on the Memphis Grizzlies. And this is just a lot of development going on, man, until next year. Next year, like you said earlier, is the year we need to see everything pay off. We are in our Family Leisure Studios where family and fun come together. The floor model sale right now at Family Leisure at 2120 Whitten Road. All floor model patio sets are priced to move. Wicker sofa set under two grand. Closeout patio cushions as low as $25. Pool tables under 1500 Set that up for pregame watching on Sunday. Have that pool table ready for the big game. Theater seating under 2000 Four-person hot tubs under 5000 Infrared and traditional steam saunas 25% off. Get ready for summer and purchase your above-ground pool now. To get first in line for installation, special financing available. Family Leisure, 2120 Whitten Road, just north of I-40. Billy and crew, we love y'all and we appreciate you so much. The Memphis Tigers win last night. 84-77 on the road in Philadelphia. Pretty hearty crowd there, almost 5,000 at the Leochorus Center in Philadelphia for Temple. And the Tigers do seem to get everybody's kind of best punch, best pitch. Last night, the Tigers threw the first punch and played maybe the best half of basketball, certainly since on the road at Wichita State in, in arguably all season long building the big halftime lead. And then in the second half, a microcosm of the whole season kind of played out. A little bit of the good, some of the bad, some of the 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 lineups, some yeah. of some of the some of the different combinations in there weren't that uh stellar. But in the end they win. I, I do not want to be I do not. I don't okay. I don't want to be that guy because but be I, 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 no because I do the I do think the Tigers of everything we talk about in this market, of all the different subject matters, Tiger football, Tiger basketball, SEC, football and basketball, Grizzlies, golf, baseball, NFL, every discussion point we have, I do think the Tigers are held to a paralysis of the, of the analysis of paralysis, the paralysis analysis, more than anybody else. Yeah. And I, I know it's driven out of out of love, and I know good and bad sometimes we squeeze a little too tight I agree. With, with Tiger basketball. So I don't want to be the guy after a win that finds a whole bunch wrong. Yeah. But. Okay, <laughs> gave, okay, okay. <laughs> that game last night to move to 17 and, and 6 for the year. I don't know how many can be that inspired that yes, the 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 switch is on, or the turns being made of of any kind of run, of any kind of deep tournament run. We we got to see a lot more. It's got to continue Sunday against Tulane. Just cannot have us two years in a row a sweep at the hands of Tulane. I I do agree. I do agree. Do, do, do you think the Tigers are too dissected? Tiger basketball too examined? Too much? analysis and then the paralysis <laughs> well i i think they do have a lot of analysis but i feel like we're, we're at home and it tends to be a lot of more like bias towards it like want to want to care for them and this team right now man it just need to be more consistent we're not consistent right now and we just need to be more consistent 
And we just need to put some titles on these guys. Who Who's the guy? We we established that David Jones, and they got to keep going through David Jones. Well, Jones is all that. Imagine not having him. Yeah. The, the, the last two times out, and he really came through 23 again last night, 31 minutes played, and I'm not saying they entirely do this, but there's a lot of times that it feels like throw it to Jones and everybody clear out. Yeah, there's a lot of ISO game in there, and he had a great game. Like he had a double double, and he had a real great game. Von but Quinterly was good. Last yeah, he night. was too. Thirty nine. Yep. Yeah, thirty nine. He had thirty nine minutes. minutes yeah. man. He was on the court the whole most of the whole game. The whole is that game H- had to be because who do you trust running that point without him? Yeah, that Caleb Mills injury, man. That 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 was that, that was a big injury, especially a backup point guard like him. He is savvy. He is savvy young man, and we we missing that in our backup point guard position. And I think we have factored that in in our conversation, our our dialogue about the Tigers this year. But it makes it makes Sunday afternoon really important against Tulane. It already was, but to kind of shake out of that losing streak and continue with this winning streak that's now at two games, it has to be done Sunday afternoon against Tulane. We'll talk a, a, a lot of Tigers basketball today. Let me give you the lineup. At, at 3.30, we will have Alan Bell join us from at AB3 in driving the line. Alan's with us every Friday. He'll talk wagering 3.45, more Grizzlies and Tigers with me and Johnny and some other things as the news warrants. At 4 o'clock, Bruce Marshall from Vegas Insider in CBS Sports and BAMSports.net. He lives in Vegas, but he will join us from London, where is he? Where he is uh, now at the gaming show in London, and often is there at this time of year when he joins us from there. And I don't know what it is about Bruce's phone. Sometimes when he's in Spain and Portugal and London, his phone sounds better than when he joins us from Vegas. But he joins us at four o'clock at four thirty. We talk the SEC and the Razorbacks with Ty Richardson from ESPN Radio in northwest Arkansas in Fort Smith and at 445, the big number of the day. Johnny, you got a lot of pressure. Man, I'm ready. I hope Brian listening. I'm ready, man. It's easy to say you're ready (laughs) an hour and 32 minutes out from from showtime. It's easy to say that. It's going to get real quick. (laughs) I I had to go to long arithmetic. I had to go uh, take my shoes off. Add up fingers. Man, I don't know, Brad. Now you making me think. Maybe I did pick a big enough number, man. I got got a big one. It's complicated. Maybe too complicated. Five o'clock, more Tiger Talk with Jason Munz. He's with us every Friday, presented by Jim's Place Grill in Collierville. He's with the Commercial Appeal on the Tiger Basketball Beat. At 5.30, Super Bowl picks from us. And we will go over all the picks we've had this week that's been almost overwhelming Kansas City and the over we've got very few unders and even even fewer uh, San Francisco picks we'll have our picks i heard John Harden's pick today did you give a pick on his show uh i didn't i didn't get a pick you, i waited you, for this saying? i waited for this Brett. i Johnny, waited for I'm this really honored. <laughs> i waited touched. for this <laughs> i'm really touched you you saved it for for at 5:30 or so and we'll look at also at some of the crazier prop bet bets from from the Super Bowl coming up this Sunday. And at 5.45, like we do every day, we'll wrap it up with Taco Bell Crunch Time. Before we get to Top and Not Johnny, I do want to talk with us about you and I and for our listeners what we think of the Hall of Fame class. And I love your description of it earlier. You said this is the first Hall of Fame class that really represents your childhood. This is your life. 
Hall of Fame class. Man, like just looking at this Hall of Fame class, I love the Hall of Fame anyway. I'm a, I love watching the stories and just seeing how far people I came. Love the speeches in August. Yes, I love them. Yes, but it just hit different when you know you watched them growing up as a kid, man. Like seeing Devin Hester finally like go into the Hall of Fame as a return specialist. Man, that was just amazing. Seeing Patrick Willis and, and Dwight Freeney, all these greats, man, in my generation, just finally Andre Johnson, man, and he didn't. Brad, you know this like me. He 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 had everybody and their mama at quarterback. He did <laughs> that, that, some of that quarterback play that he had to play with with the Texans uh, was not very good. Julius Peppers, Dwight Freeney, Patrick Willis, Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, to. Um, Senior status players, Randy Gratishar and yeah. Steve McMichael, and it was very impressive last night. Steve McMichael's wife representing him, he is deep in the throes of ALS, and we all know that's the three worst letters in yeah. in medical diagnosis. Uh, you, you're not recovering. No, nobody, nobody will. Steve McMichael, part of the great Bear defense. I didn't realize this. I had to look this up. I, I, I thought he might be one of those that played the entire career for one team. He didn't. He was drafted by the Patriots. I did not remember that. Randy Gratishar. Give me everything you know on Randy Gratishar. Man, Brett, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't got nothing. See, I watched him, like like you said, really? formative years. He was a great linebacker from Ohio State, played college for Woody Hayes, and then was a big part of the the first Denver team to ever get to a Super Bowl, the Orange Crush linebacker for – uh, Red Miller's teams and and he he goes in. No coaches, no contributors this year. Also in this class, no quarterbacks, no running backs. I am shocked about that. I'm like the quarterbacks and the coaches. I'm I'm. You normally see a quarterback get thrown in there or or a a, a coach man, but I'm really shocked. No coaches. The running back. I'm. I have to think who who was really out there. Well, it won't be many running backs going to the Hall of Fame from here on. That's a great point. That's a great point. Derrick Henry will. Yeah, he will. Frank Gore will. No, no doubt Frank Gore will. Real quick, here here are the wide receivers that have over 13,000 yards but not yet in the Hall of Fame. Larry Fitzgerald, he's going. First oh, ballot. Yeah. First he's ballot. Just, he's just not up yet. All the way down to Steve Smith. Senior, he's going. He's, it's just not time yet. Reggie Wayne didn't get in this year. He's he, going. He, he will go. Anquan Bolden. Yeah. I say yes. I, I had to not, think. Not eligible yet. Yeah. His, his time going to come, too. And he's one of the best blocking receivers as well. People sure don't talk was. about that. Out on that edge for Edger yeah. and James and a lot of good running backs. Henry Ellard, old-timer, uh, played from 83 to 98. He'll go in, I think, someday. Kind of the, the senior status. Julio Jones, just not eligible. Still playing. He'll he go in. Go. Torrey Holt, heartbreakingly. Uh, left out last night. I think he goes in. Jason Witten, thirteen thousand forty-six yards. He goes in. That that's the twenty players right now at thirteen thousand receiving yards are up. Yeah, man. That so if you get that, to that thirteen, whew. but I don't know how he, you know Henry Ellard played and played with really good. You know he played with Eric Dickerson and good running backs. I think he should have should have been in a long time ago. Uh, Antonio Gates left out. I don't know why. But, but he was. This hour of our show brought to you every day by Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and online at LexusofMemphis.com. 
Great offers on all the 2024 models and always special leasing options. The one and only Lexus dealership in town, you can call them at 901-334-9673. Drive in luxury and confidence, knowing that every new Lexus comes with complimentary first and second maintenance services. Stop by today at Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and put yourself in the driver's seat of the all-new 2024 flagship LS500, and you'll be looking and driving in style. When you purchase a Lexus, you get top-of-the-line engineering and design, and that makes for the luxury driving experience. Online at LexusofMemphis.com. Experience amazing. Experience amazing at Lexus of Memphis. Top story of the day. All right, who wants to go first? Well, Brett, I think you should go first. I'll go first then. (laughs) Super Bowl 58, now about 50 hours and 10 minutes away. No kidding. Feels like the pregame show comes on in an hour and a half. All the analysis, all the breakdown, a lot of the silliness, some of the protests, uh, it's, it's about complete. And can, it will get down to this on Sunday. Can San Francisco run the ball? Can their offensive line play well? Will Kansas yeah. City offensive line play like it did last year against Philly or like it did against Tampa Bay in that loss to Tom Brady? The San Francisco linebackers, Warner, Greenlaw, they have to have a big day. Yeah, They've got I agree. To cover Kelsey, and then when he catches the ball, they got to get him on the ground. Yeah. They got to tackle Kelsey. Kyle Shanahan hadn't closed the deal. I don't think it's one that deserves a lot of criticism, but after this year, into next year, it'll start growing. Uh, he's got to close the deal, and that's all he likes to really be dubbed. A great coach. You know a guy that was a lot like that for a long time? Who was? Andy Reid. Hey, that's crazy how the the script just flipped. Andy Reid was once saddled with that label of, you know, he he can get there, but he hadn't closed the deal. He's closed a lot of deals since then. My my top story is that amazing Hall of Fame class. Just seeing my childhood really just see them greats really get the opportunity to go into can. Man, it's just everything I wanted, man, as a as a young man. Just seeing Devin Hester go, that really did it for me because he was really one of my favorite players growing up, man. And just seeing Devin Hester go and Dwight Freeney and all them great guys, man, that's it's amazing, man. And you, you think of what Freeney did with those Colts teams. Oh, my those, goodness. Those teams were not labeled defensive teams. That's what I'm saying, you yep. Because a lot of the money went to Peyton. They did. And a lot <laughs> of the offensive, uh, uh, a lot of the rest of the money, Peyton kind of dictated that it went to offensive players yeah so they kind of had to do it a lot of years just kind of piecemealing it together yeah and and, and they did it it was a a a a great hall of fame class not top story of the day all right i'll go first with this one too or you want to go first uh i'll go first this time i don't want to hog the mic johnny go right hey hey, hey, appreciate you brett (laughs) but my not top top my not top story is the Memphis Tigers, man. I expected them to win. I expected them to get it done. And I see some guys making it bigger than what it was, man. They they needed to get it done. And I they had the talent. They did That's, win. Yeah, yeah. They were supposed to do that. They were. And I'm going to lodge a formal complaint okay, with the Brett. Tiger bankroll panel <laughs> that I have a big influence with. Yeah. The, we we went off that six and a half spread very early in the show. Yes, yesterday. we did. We did. We ballooned to ten and a half. I take Temple. You and Bryant take the Tigers, and they win by seven. That's wrong. <laughs> that is. 
Johnny, that's wrong. Y'all about hurt my feet. Hey, man, me and Brad looked at each other. Oh, we got him. <laughs> we got him. Y'all, y'all had that. It, it came down late, and I was trying to watch it, and I was, I was wanting the Tigers to, to win. I'm at FedEx Forum, and I couldn't believe it fell right there on seven. And and you got there with a pretty good chunk yesterday, didn't you? Uh, 75. I put 75. 75. Pushes you to eight fifty for man, Brian dig one thirty. Man, I should have took a risk like him. He goes to eight sixty. I lose fifteen dollars. I go to fourteen ten. But I am filing a formal complaint. First time I see Brian on Monday. That that was just wrong. Y'all do me like that. My not top story right there with the same story with the Tigers. They win, and in that win, the whole season kind of was on display. The, yeah, the, the really the good Quinterly excellent, especially in the first half. Jones great. You have Tomlin kind of always teasing you. Jordan Brown didn't play a minute. I hope he's not sick again. Man, that's what I was seeing too, man. You thinking what I'm thinking. What, what bad luck if you're afflicted with, 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 with that twice in one season. Man, I'm, I forgot to send him the postcard. I, I never got an address. <laughs> Me either. I, I wanted to around the holidays, Johnny. First, first half was great, but then there was those other moments that leaves me, and I think it should leave you, with that feeling of, are you really confident that this team can make that run in the NC tournament? Much less uh, win a game in the NC tournament. Great much point. less make a run. Get to the NC tournament. The bracketologists today have spoken, and it's not good. Wherever you go, our friend Shelby Massett will join us on Monday. He doesn't have the Tigers in. You you go to Jerry Palm, yeah. and he's like the Tigers in the first eighteen out. Man, at least Joe Lenardi's got them. You know, kind of within in, in the same time zone of, of of getting in, but must stack up wins, and then when they get to that portion of the schedule, when they go to that that road trip in Dallas, that Thursday night game at North Texas, that's back to the Valley playing. Yeah, North back Texas to the Valley in, in Denton, and then SMU at Moody. Ooh, ooh, got to sweep. Yeah. You got to. Got to sweep to get people's attention other than us. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they, they got our attention here. We got to get our atten- their attention there. On the polls. W- on the polls, on the bracketologists, on the, the college basketball. you know, Landscape. Yeah, just the, the smart people of college basketball. That's our top and not top story for the day. Again, we've got a lot today. Alan Bell will join us coming up from at AB3 and driving the line on all things wagering, and he has been hot. He had some picks last week. He will have a bunch more when we return. Join the voice of the Tigers, Dave Woloshin, for Wolo and Friends. Weekday mornings from 10 to 11 here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Statz-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Thank you, Johnny Hill. And Alan Bell joins us every Friday afternoon at 3.30. And he's with us year-round, and we appreciate it so much. You can follow him on Twitter at Alan G. Bell. That's two L's in Alan. Of course, two two L's in Bell. And you also can subscribe and follow at the AB3 and at Driving the Line. He's doing his own thing now, and he's doing it well. Alan, no Bryant Dacus today. You you know there's always that kind of guy around the radio station that never, ever, ever takes off. We had to change the locks and, and make him take a day off. Well, first of all, I appreciate you having me back. And you know what? Hey, 
Sometimes you got to do it. You got to force it. Just say, look, hey, take yourself a day, man. Yeah. Like you said. <laughs> Just lock here. Change the locks. Man. Change the locks with the guy. But we, we've already had to call him twice, haven't we, Johnny? Yes, we did. Shout out to play, Brian. Place, place can't, <laughs> can't, can't run without him. You know that feeling. Alan, this week, I know you are a radio row at the Super Bowl veteran. I don't know if I'm a veteran. I, I did it five times, and I lo- loved every single second of it. Those days are over, though. I'm glad. I, I'm kind of glad. This week, have you watched any radio row or kept up with it and thought a little bit like, man, I'd like to be in the middle of it? Yeah, absolutely, man. It's one of those, like, look, I mean, you're, you're definitely a veteran of it. Like, uh, you, you do it five times, man. You, you, you've, you've lived it. And, look, it, it, it's one of those to where it, it's a ton of fun, but it's a lot more work than, than people think that, that it might be. And, uh, you know, you're on the road. You've got the elements working there. Uh, you've got all kinds of people walking back and forth, man. It's, it's really crazy because, like, you, you're, you're doing your normal show, you know, and then, then you look up, you're like, is that what, what you know? What, what, what is Tom Cruise doing walking by here? You know, then you look up, you're like, "Wow, oh, is that uh, that guy see Harry? What in the world is happening?" Here? Or, or you have the handler representing Miss yes, Nude yes. World. Would you like to have her on? I go, well, <laughs> yeah, I guess, but <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know how germane it is to the Super Bowl to have Miss Nude World on. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, hey, you know what? Sometimes, look, sometimes you got to lock the doors there. Sometimes you have to have this new world on. You know what I mean? Like, you do. Part, part of the work. I think I think the radio road that sent me into I've I've done it and I've had a good time of it was in in Minneapolis. It was just too cold for me. Oh yeah, hey, I was there on that one, man. Like it was uh, what minus thirty eight. That was the warm day. Oh, that yeah, sounds exactly bad. right. Like it was oh, bad. It was crazy, and that was when I first learned. Uh, what thunder snow was? I didn't even know that was a thing until stay up there that week. No kidding. Woke me up at night. I thought you know it sounded yep. like uh, you know middle of June. You know here here in the south, and it was thunder and 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 the the outside almost lightning. You know the the sky would lighten up and just snowing to beat the band. Also at Minneapolis, Allen, and I hope you weren't. I know you weren't. I know it was between people from Houston. That's when we had punches thrown on Radio Row. Yep, that is. That is, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's oh amazing. Right, yeah, right, right there in the ball. I my, forgot my, about that. My great partner at the time, Rob Fisher, asked me. He said, "What was your highlight of the week?" I said that I left with my dignity and didn't throw or receive a punch at, at Radio Row at the Super Bowl. No kidding, no kidding. I, I remember laughing uh, about. Monday and Tuesday, I asked one of the people working there. I was like, "Where are the Eagles fans? Like, I can't believe they're out there." The guy goes, "They'll be here." The next day, the whole mall was flooded with Eagles fans, man. It was crazy. They, they sure were. We, that was also the year that we had a crew, a, a station from Denver, right behind me. And I'm not going to call yep. any names because he's a fun-loving guy, but he's really, really loud, former player, and really loud. And they're off the air while I'm on the air. And it was a lot of guy talk and a lot of language. And I finally turned around and said, guys, I, I got open mics right here. Be cool. It's, oh, sorry. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I said, because I can't have that going through these mics back to Memphis. Yeah. yeah you're totally right, man. Because, look, hey, everybody's packed in tight. Yeah, that, that's a great point. Everybody's packed in tight. Nobody has the same commercial break time. Alan Bell, our guest from at AB3 and driving the line and the Super Bowl on Sunday. You made some props, uh, bet, uh, picks last week. Let's get more into the game itself, Alan, and, and side, kind of traditional side and total talk. 
Yeah, so I'm going to say this, man. Uh, Go ahead and give me the cheese to the points. Look, and I'm going to go into it and say, if I lose the bet, I lose the bet. But at this point, it's impossible for me to bet against the cheese. It just is, man. Like, offensively, they're playing the best that we've seen in years. Defensively, the best we've seen in years. Quite frankly, their defense is playing better than the 49ers' defense is. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Um, The total is interesting. Because that number hasn't moved an inch. Not not an inch. Nope. They said it on Sunday night at 10 o'clock, and it has stayed there. It has stayed. It hasn't moved at all, 47 and a half. And I'm fascinated by it because I could see it being really high scoring. You know, over the last decade, uh, Super Bowl's averaged 49 points per game. But I could see it being an old school slugfest, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I could see it being really, really tight. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I'll tell you what, I'll play the under in that one, but uh, that one's tough. Like, you could tell, even the books, they don't really know what to do with that one. But I like your theory, especially, I don't know if it's a lately thing, but it, it's a little more pronounced, of that first quarter, especially kind of that full first 15-minute stanza, they're not tight, but everybody's very guarded. Let's don't blow it. Let's don't have a, a pick six, scoop and score. Let's don't do anything goofy. Punting's not bad. Yeah, oh, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, look, you can't win the game in the first half, but you can lose the game in the first half if you mess around and screw up. But both these defenses will take advantage of that one. So I'm with you right there, man. Uh, you know, points at a minimum there. And yeah, you know, punts, the number set at seven and a half, man. That'd be a bad play there. Now, Alan, we're getting every guest to weigh in. Your, your official play is KC plus the two and a half and the under 47 and a half. Can you give me a score? Because we've we've got a little contest going among every guest we've had all week. Can you give me a score? Yeah, yeah. I'll I tell you what. Give me the Chiefs. I think they win the game outright. Give me the Chiefs 23-20. Unbelievable. That's going to be my exact pick at 530. <laughs> That's crazy. And, 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 Alan, I'm dusting it off, and I, I got lucky with it for years. I probably yeah. started it about six or seven years before Super Bowl 51 finally went into overtime. Yeah. I And, and I started with nobody remembers our picks, by and large. So yeah. I, to have a little fun, I started adding in, and I'd do the big wind-up, and, and I would say, Roger Goodell, Paul Tagliabue, uh, Pete Rosell's dream comes true overtime, and I picked my score. And I started yeah. that about five or six yeah. years out from finally, and I did a show with my friend Richard Cross and Matt White down in Jackson, Mississippi, uh, early that Friday, and I went through the whole spiel, and I said, in an overtime, and I got it right on the nose. I said, 34-28, Tom Brady wins in overtime. And I became a legend on their show for it. They, they didn't know that I'd been picking overtime five or six years in a row. So I'm dusting it off this year, 23-20 in the second overtime game in Super Bowl. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. I, love, I love it. I love it. Um, but, Alan, who do you think, man, is the key – that nobody, who you think is the key that nobody's talking about to winning the, this Super Bowl? Debo Samuel is going to be his answer. Yeah, uh, Debo is is definitely one of them. Uh, number two, if you want to look on the opposite side of there, is Rasheed Rice. Right, I, I think it's going to have to be somebody that can kind of play almost not like an offensive rover type of thing. Yeah, because I see what you're saying. 
Yeah, absolutely, man, because, you know, you, you've got, you know, a, a very good, arguably the best linebacker for the NFL with the 49ers. Great point. Uh, and then they also have a pass rush, too. Um, but, you know, the Chiefs could do that thing as well. So it's going to be somebody that can, you know, be a safety valve uh, for the quarterback. So, yeah, uh, you know, excellent choice for Chief Rice uh, as well. Who can get over Because, you know, they're going to be bracketing Travis Kelsey, right? Like, but when you do that, somebody's got to be open. Okay, all those props we had last Friday, Mahomes, uh, Mahomes rushing, Purdy rushing, uh, Purdy uh, over half interception. Anything this week that you've examined uh, with with driving the line and maybe some of your colleagues there that stands out that y'all like on the prop front? Yeah, um, so I, I think that, you know, if you, if you look at a book like uh, – uh, Bet MGM or DraftKings, both teams to score uh, 20 points or more uh, is plus money. Really like that one. Um, you could play that and really not have to pick a winner. Um, but, yeah, you know, the, 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 what we spoke about last week you know, with Patrick Mahomes and his rushing uh, attempts, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, you know, as we go, mm-hmm. over 16 and a half rushing attempts. The more I think about it, the more that that one makes a lot of sense. We have a colleague here that we love that hosts our noon show, John Harden. He's he's gone. He told me. I hope I'm not giving out his private business, but he told me <laughs> ten bucks to win four hundred on Pacheco being MVP. Yep. You know what? It could happen, man. John, um, if I gave out your private business, please please let me know. At least I didn't give out health health care information. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> and, and let, let me tell you why it's a smart play um, to, to do that. Because pretty much any other player on the Chiefs, um, their yardage is going to come by Patrick Mahomes as well. Right? So, you know, you look at a wide receiver. Yeah, they went for 110 yards. Well, Patrick Mahomes threw those. And it's tough to take it away from a quarterback. But if a running back goes off, well, that's all him. So I, I, I'm with that, that, that's a smart little look right there, man. Speaking of running backs, Sean and I were talking about the Hall of Fame class that was announced yep. last night, and notably no quarterbacks, no running backs. And I said to Johnny, we're going to see very few yep. running backs as the years roll on. You saw almost every down of the great Eddie George's career. I saw him here in Memphis in year two. His rookie year was in Houston. Year two was as the Tennessee Oilers here in Memphis. And then you saw the rest of it in Nashville. I think as the years wind on, that will help him when somebody goes, you know, we need to put a running back in and maybe appreciate yesteryear a little more. Yep. You know what? I, I think it's a great play because, you know, that that's really the simple part is that you've got, you know, the positional groups, like you just said, each year. Um, and then, you know, it, it's kind of that unwritten thing of, all right, well, uh, X player didn't make it last year, but it's kind of a log jam because we can only put so many in they're going to get in the next year, right? Like, you kind of have that working. So when you don't have many running backs going, and then a guy like Eddie George pops up, yeah, like it's going to make a lot of sense. And let's also be honest, too. You know, it does help when you are kind of a, a really, really liked figure. And exactly. Eddie George is as first class as it gets. Really good man. Uh, yeah, oh, 100%, man. Like, it's definitely going to help him. Um, I'm with you. I, I had thought about that. That's an excellent point that, you know, he'll he'll kind of be one of the only running backs standing there, uh, and that'll definitely boost his uh, profile. I knew of a person that at his retirement, and he he and his friends around him knew that he had probably done enough 
to to someday merit getting into to Canton. And he did for, for first year of eligibility and deserve. But they told him, keep your nose clean. You're a little wild. You're a little crazy. You don't need anything off the field that might scare a voter away from you. And Eddie yeah. George has never had a thing. No, no. I mean, he has never had never had a single issue. I, I'm with you, man, uh, 100% on that. Alan, anything else you want to give our listeners before we say goodbye for, for the weekend? Yeah, I'll say this. All right, so as we go, you know, betting the Super Bowl, do not wait until the last two hours to put in bets. Understand, all of these, you know, apps, can get overloaded. They're just like websites, right? And they will be. I've seen it time and time again that you get on and you can't get through because they're just overloaded with people who waited. So get a play together, get them in, and then you don't have to worry about trying to do it right there before the game. Do you have any advice on buying squares, or is it all luck? I mean, look, it... You know, your threes and sevens and zeros definitely help you. But, but you don't know that till you got the square. They don't draw the yeah. numbers till after you've bought Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Like, yeah, like that's the tough part, man. Like, just go into it, having fun, and hope that you get a little luck with it. I bought two last night at a great establishment here, a great great local bar that also has great food. I, I, I bought yeah. two last night, and I know I'm going to have to call on Sunday to get my numbers after they're divvied up. So for them to find my secret code name I signed up on the board for, I bought top left corner and bottom right corner where I knew it would be easy to find. That a boy. That's how you do it right there. <laughs> Alan Bell, you have a great weekend, and good luck to you. I, ho- I hope for you and for all, all your people at AB3 and at Driving the Line, it's big success. Thank you so much. Man, I appreciate you, buddy. Same back to you. Y'all be good. Have fun Super Bowl. You got it. Enjoy. Alan Bell with us every Friday, and you hear the fun-loving nature in his voice, and he is. And he, he wants everybody to have a good time with it and win, win some cash. Uh, we, we all do. On Sunday, for the big game and for watching, keep the Collierville Commissary, Houston Levy and Poplar in mind, or the original in Germantown. In fact, you 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 go there, you, you call now and you order from there, and you order any of the party packs, you get complimentary wings with that. How about that? Free wings to go with it, to set up your spread, to watch the big game, and enjoy your family and friends or whatever gathering you have. If you're craving an easier way to order, text Commissary right now to 337 337- Three, three. If you're not going downtown Sunday for the Tiger game, start your uh, big game afternoon there at, at the Collierville Commissary at Houston Levy and Poplar watching the games there, and they will be open for the big game. Memphis-style barbecue and ribs done the slow-cooked Memphis way. Start the feast with appetizers like the cheese plate or the nachos, the smoked chicken wings, the tamales. Then dig into the ribs or the shoulder, chopped or pulled on a plate, on a sandwich. All the sides of the party packs I mentioned, six-pack, eight-pack, 12-pack, dessert. Save room for it. I know it's a challenge. Here's the number, 901-754-5540. But go online at commissarybbq.com. They're in Collierville and Germantown and those party areas. And coming up for Valentine's, we've talked a lot about it. We'll talk even more. Orders to go, catering, tailgating, let them do the work. You can go there or they'll bring it out to the curb to your car for you. They will take care of you for any occasion. 901-754-5540 or online at commissarybbq.com. We come back, Johnny, and I wrap up Hour 1. You're listening to Sports Time. Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio, we are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM.
here's who they've played in front of them. The only team they played in front of them is USF and that loss at home. So they're 0-1 with teams in front of them. They haven't played Charlotte, and they haven't played FAU. And they did defeat SMU uh, narrowly at home, defeated SMU at home by two. The teams at the bottom of the AAC, the bottom four, they lost to Rice at home. Rice right now would be 11. They defeated Wichita State badly at Wichita State, but narrowly at home last Saturday. They went to overtime to Texas San Antonio, but beat them at FedEx Forum. And to Temple, they escaped last night. One last night, but I think most people would regard it as just barely getting out of there with the win. The bracketology today is not good. Uh, at Shelby Mast, who will join us on Monday, it, that is the best bracketology out there where you have the, the verbiage of last four in and first four out. The Tigers are the first team of the first four out. In front of them at bracketwag.com, Mississippi State, Washington State, Virginia, who the Tigers beat, and that would be a good debate, and Nevada. Then the first four out, Memphis, Providence, Oregon, and Colorado. At Jerry Palm, you need a telescope to find them. At Joe Lenardi today, he has the Tigers in the the next four out. You got last four in, first four out, next four out. So you're really way back there. Uh, in, in that, in front of them, they're the last one listed in next four out. You have Villanova in front of you. Well, if you're going to take the Virginia win, you got to take the Villanova loss. Xavier in front of you, Providence. You're a lot of these same teams in this neighborhood. Uh, Nevada, Colorado, Wake Forest, St. John's. And then the last four in, Mississippi State, Washington State, Seton Hall, and Cincinnati. Last four buys for Joe Lenardi, Nebraska, Butler, Ole Miss, and Florida. Both Ole Miss and Florida have plenty of work they have left that they have to do. There's no guarantee there for those teams. Yeah, there's no guarantee. I completely agree with you, Brett. Um, but, man, man, I, I completely agree, man. And, and the bracket for Memphis, according to Joel Lenardi, because we're interested in who we might have here, he's got Houston and Eastern Kentucky in a 1-16 game. He's got Utah and Northwestern in an 8-9 game. Also, Oklahoma against the winner of a game in Dayton between Washington State and Seton Hall in Alabama and Moorhead State in the 3-14 game. So I guess for Pod to bring a crowd would be largely dependent on on Alabama. Houston won't bring very many. Uh, Utah won't. Northwestern won't. Uh, Oklahoma maybe. They've had Memphis NC tournament history, both at FedEx Forum and at the Pyramid. But if we're going to have the pod system, you're going to have to get somebody a little more local. Need Tennessee in there to really sell the the, the tickets because I think uh, t- ticket sales have been rather on the slow side. Hour one is complete. When we come back, we start hour number two. We do it like we do it every Friday with Bruce Marshall from Vegas Insider, CBS Sports, and BAMSports.net. 